1: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
2: What's going on, everybody? Matthew Bivens here. And if you're a little bit confused because you thought the show was going to be on hiatus for the month of January, then don't fret. I am still taking time off to work on new episodes, have a bunch of new interviews, and do a couple of cool things like have some brand new show music for you. So that stuff is still going on. But you know, I didn't want to leave you hanging the month, and I definitely wanted to have some some new stuff for you all to check out, so I thought this would be very cool, and what I'm going to do today is share with you one of the episodes of my wife's podcast. Now, my wife, Sarah Bivens, she is a balanced lifestyle coach and a personal trainer here in Atlanta, Georgia, and she works with people virtually. She works with with women, uh, mostly new moms all over the world, who are feeling imbalanced, overstressed, and uninspired. She calls it the IOU syndrome. And what she does is help them to find more balance, more peace, more purpose, and really tap into their power. And so she has turned that passion of hers into a podcast, The Balance and Motherhood Podcast. And it's a really fantastic show, and it's gotten some some great reception from her audience. And uh, I thought it'd be really cool to share with you one of the currently most popular episodes of her podcast. This is episode number three, and it's titled what disney's moana taught me about being a divine feminine goddess so this is definitely going to appeal to all of the female listeners of having it all because what sarah talks about is real and powerful and honest and she talks about tapping into that divine feminine goddess that is within each and every woman out there and for all of you fellas this is a fantastic episode for you to check out as well because i truly believe that it is in supporting women supporting women to be and become their their true divine feminine goddess that the world heals and grows and transforms so check out this episode it is really fantastic and stay tuned because in february we're going to have some brand new having it all content for you and i know you're going to be excited about that so with no further ado Here is what Disney's Moana taught me about being a divine feminine goddess from the Balance and Motherhood Podcast.
0: This is the Balance and Motherhood Podcast, a show about personal development in motherhood and putting yourself first, giving mamas access to their incredible power and capacity for self love by sharing tools, resources, and honest conversation so that we can manage stress in a healthier way, heal past thoughts and beliefs, and practice this thing called balance together. Hello, you beautiful, balanced mama, you, Sarah Bivens here. Thanks for hanging out with me on the podcast. Really appreciate you, and I hope that this is some time that you're able to take for yourself right now and create a little bit of a balanced mama moment. Maybe you're cuddled up with a cup of tea or something. Maybe baby or child is napping or out, or you're still in the thick of it. You're doing the thing you do day in and day out. You're running around or you're at work or whatever. Then let this be a little timeout for you, a little bit of time and space for you to just chillax. Maybe uh, have some reflection, time to get in touch with yourself and have fun too. Fun. I'm all about that. What I want to talk about today is actually a Disney movie, the movie Moana. And if you are like, oh my gosh, that has already overrun my life. I wake up in the middle of the night with those songs in my head. Don't worry, I do too all the time. I'm not going to talk about the movie itself. There's a different route I'm going to take with it. So, you know, be patient. It's okay. I'm not just going to sing the songs for you and talk about what you're used to hearing about Moana. And for those of you who have not seen the movie, first of all, I want to know legitimately how you have been able to avoid watching this movie. It's an amazing movie, but it's just it's it's everywhere and every child loves it. So, if you haven't watched it, uh and you have plans to watch it and you are super keen on watching the film in it's full integrity without knowing anything about it, then you might want to pause. But if you haven't seen it and you're still open to this conversation, I'm going to explain a little bit and give some context. So if you haven't seen it, you're not going to be missing anything necessarily by listening to this conversation, but I would hate to ruin this beloved film for anyone who has not seen it yet and then is really mad at me that I ruined parts of it for them. So
1: That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, over prohibited by law. 80 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Okay, so the movie Moana. First of all, I mean, it's a great movie. We can just put that aside. And, you know, Maya loves it. And at her 14 months, she bobs along to the songs and she laughs at different parts. It's just the cutest thing ever. And the animation is amazing. But there is a part of this film that totally grips me and squeezes at the most inner part of me and makes me cry. Pretty much every single time I watch it. And it's not always an ugly cry. It has been, though, best believe. I think maybe the first time I saw it, I was just like, oh, my gosh. But without fail, like a little tear, something happens to me each time I see this certain part of the film. And if you are quick backstory, I guess if you're a person who hasn't watched it. uh, How do I do this? Moana is the chief's daughter of an island and there's there's stuff wrong with the island it's dying things like that and there's there's mythical creatures and stuff in this film so you know much uh, make believe you know you you um what is it that I want to say put much to disbelief I don't even know honestly mom brain is so real but anyway gosh this this is gonna be interesting uh, she has to save the island. And to do that, she hooks up with um Dwayne the Rock Johnson's character of Maui, a demigod, and they need to restore this the stone, which is called the Heart of Tafiti, to the island. Tafiti is the mother island that had that stone heart taken from her many years prior by Maui, and so now they need to put it back so that. The world can be saved, basically, and order can be put back into place um, because since that stone was taken, islands are dying. Things are just things are a mess in the world. And when the heart was stolen, it's kind of implied that Tifiti died or, you know, wherever she went. And this other monster arose called Teka and to is this like lava fire monster, very scary and that's the state of things. And so they need to return this stone to Defiti to reinstill peace and and lusciousness of all the islands and um, vitality, all that great stuff. I hope I did an okay job of that. Those of you who have watched the film, I, I hope I <laughs> did, a, did a, a quick little synopsis that kind of explains enough to make my point here with this this scenario that I want to talk about. OK, so you're with me and Moana and Maui are on their way to put the heart back. So like I said, Tafiti is the mother island, right? She was like the source of all creation and everything like made everything happen. And she's this beautiful, like green, verdant, like abundant, like fertile, you know, she's that kind of essence. She's she represents all of that. And then she's gone during this period of time. And Takah is this like scary, vengeful, angry, shrill, you know, like high screams and stuff, scary monster. When they arrive to restore the heart and Moana goes over this mountain to see where she would finally put the stone back, she realizes that Tafiti is not there that there isn't even a place to put the stone back. And she looks across the ocean and sees Taka, who is, this is a battle scene that's going on right now and Maui and Taka are fighting. And she looks at Taka and sees her face and then she sees the center of her. She's this stone, you know, lava creature that I described so well. She realizes this this hole, this area of where the stone would be, exactly where the stone was placed and would have been placed in Tafiti. And it's this kind of like washes over you moment of oh, they're the same person, <laughs> like they're the same entity, they're the same essence, they're the same being. So when that happened to Tafiti, she became Taka, and that that's who she was, and it's just it's kind of like, oh wow. And so then Moana realizes this, and she, being a courageous, brave, awesome young woman that she is, she and the ocean have a, a thing, by the way. She and the ocean have this relationship where she can talk to the ocean, and the ocean helps her out with situations, and it's it's funny. It's cute. But she tells the ocean to let Taka come to her, and so then the ocean parts, and Moana walks through it, very Moses-like. To address Takah. And you know she's singing. There's like a, a melodious beautiful song going on. And sh- as she approaches Taka And she's singing to her. And Takah is you know angry. And kind of like moving fast across the ocean floor. And, and kind of flailing about. And very you know frantic. And just that forceful angry hurt energy. I just lose it. I lose it when I see that because it just all starts falling into place and it all starts coming together and I start oh my gosh she's her and she has her heart taken and so then she becomes this angry thing and Moana can recognize that and she's not afraid of her because she knows who she is and you know as she's singing she's like I'm not going to sing, guys, but she's like, you know, you know who you are, you know who you really are. And then they come together and kind of do a forehead touch thing and their eyes close. And it's just this like this recognition of sisterhood and that acknowledgement of you know, I know what you've been through and I know who you are and I'm here for you. I see the real you. And, you know, Takah calms and, and goes quiet. And then Moana returns the heart to her. And then you see all the rock and the lava stuff melt away, crack away. And then Tafiti emerges again, this, you know, glorious, you know, green flowing hair. She has trees and flowers all over her restored to what she was and i just think we are all Tafiti and taka we are all that that joint that marriage of those two parts those two energies whatever you want to refer to it or look at it as as women as mothers think about when you're younger, before you have programming and coding that has you believe that you are somehow less than, that you should look a certain way, talk a certain way, sound a certain way. You need to be more of this or less of that. You're not capable of this. You should stay small and hear just whatever is that we pick up or is served to us and and we take on or we take on what's going on with people around us it's like we lose that heart that stone that heart of tafiti, like our own thing we we lose it or it's taken from us and I am not big on victim mentality or language like I don't ever want to feel a victim to anything personally you know I believe I'm a creator of my life experience and I make choices and yes, things happen, but where am I in the mix of that? It just doesn't serve me to feel or to identify as a victim. And so I'm not saying that things were necessarily done to me, but I can definitely relate to feeling like I had lost something, to feeling like I, I was not or have not been... the the purest, you know, most glorious version of myself because I've tacked on rocks and lava and fire and anger and all that stuff. And I carry that around and I'm mad at everyone and I just want to wreak havoc. And I can totally relate to that. Just feeling scorned and all of that. And then things within us like go dormant and just deep deep down and that's what happened with Tafiti and Taka. I mean Taka when you realize who she was, she was Tafiti just way down in there you know just shoved and smooshed down that we can all relate to that. And you know it puts the question out there then how do we get that stuff back? How do we restore our own stones, our own hearts, our own gems, as women, as mothers, as goddesses? And that's a really cool part of this. You know, jump forward a few minutes in the film as it's wrapping up, and Tafiti is restored to herself, and she's she doesn't talk, but she's communicating with Moana and Maui. And oh, Maui, being a demigod, has this magical fish hook thing that helps him um, shape shift, turn into different animals and such. And it breaks in the epic battle with Takah. And Tefiti gifts him with a new fish hook in all her benevolence, despite the fact that this is the man who started all this mess by taking her heart, however many years back, and um, creating this whole debacle. But she gifts him a new hook. And Moana says so cutely and sweetly, and yet with the most truth ever, she just says to Maui, you know, it would be rude to refuse a gift from a goddess. And I was just like, hell yeah, it would be. First of all, it would be super rude to refuse a gift from a goddess. And hell yeah, she's the goddess because you're a goddess. I'm a goddess. We are all goddesses. And when you think about Take just that little portion, you know, rude to refuse a gift. Think about where you are giving your gifts as a goddess, as a divine female energy, and it's not being received either outright, people don't want it or don't take it, or it's being mishandled, mismanaged, not treated with the utmost honor and reverence that it deserves, and by your gifts, I mean your time, your energy, your love, your care, your advice, whatever. When you know that you're a goddess, like Tefiti does, because Tefiti knows what's up, guys. She she knows who she is, right? That's what Moana's saying to her. You know who you are. When you know who you are, you are that much more aware and cognizant of your gifts and how you're sharing them because maybe that's where the disconnect comes in. It's sharing the gifts with people who don't acknowledge them for what they are and then enough time of doing that, heck yeah, you're going to forget who you are because you're beholden to what other people think of you or do with what you give them or whether or not they love and approve of you. So if you do that for sure your stuff is going to go dormant and rock solid and and decay and fiery ness
1: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky
0: Lucky
1: They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: So it's about being aware of that. And I think especially as mothers it is really important to work on remembering who you truly are because there are a lot of situations circumstances that want to pull you away from that or will make it very tempting to forget that when i say remember who you are i'm talking about you know going back to that place if you can you know, you're probably between five and seven, eight years old before some of that stuff got laid down. You know, those thoughts, those ideas, those beliefs that put you in whatever space that you then later on wanted to blame people for. But for whatever reason, that stuff just just came up. But there was a time and space before all of that. And so that remembering, and I love the word to remember, re. And member, it's like reassimilating and r- like refreshing and renewing your membership, if you will, as a goddess, as a mother, as whatever. Because we are all mother islands, right? I love that. Hatafiti was the the mother island. You know, we are all beacons of creation. And so that remembering process is about going back into the things that light you up or once lit you up, that inspire you or once inspired you, and putting people around you who are doing similar things or can support you in that. So you're like, what's something specific I can do to remember who I am or to get in touch with my Tafiti goddessness? and Divine Mother Earth. Well, it's going to be different for all of us. But, you know, here are just a few ideas you could write, journal, you know, write what's, what's your truth, what's coming up for you. Maybe heal and clear some things from the past. Maybe a, a process to brush off your own rocks and lava. Read. Read empowering, awesome material, books articles, blogs, listen to a cool podcast, wink, wink, dance, sing, whatever to just to get in touch with that. I don't care if you craft, knit, if working out puts you in your goddess zone, you know, being in the gym, being outside, taking a nice long shower there, you can take all of those opportunities to get in touch with that. Goddessness. It can be so small. It doesn't have to be a huge, big thing. And that's what I I really want to impress upon here. Like, here was this big gesture in Moana, this big epic thing of remembering and restoring. But it can be little by little, it can be moment to moment. That's why the Balanced Mama moments are so huge for me because you can string them all along to you know string them together and they create sustainable lifestyle you know and if you have trouble reminding yourself i'll remind you shoot i'll remind you right now you are a powerful mama jamma first of all you are that mother island You are that source of creation. Moms out there, you made life. Hello. And goddess coming back to that. And I see it. I truly believe it. That that's in you. What really takes it to the next level, though, is for you to believe it, for you to embody it and for you to be it. And then everything is going to stem from that. Everything is going to flow from that. When you know who you are, you believe who you are down to your core, then you don't have to worry about your gifts being refused or mismanaged or mistreated. So yeah, that's all of what Moana taught me about being a goddess. And I am so grateful to Moana and to the creators of the film for putting that that nugget in there. I don't know if it was that big, you know, in the drawing room as they're putting it together and, you know, they're they're plotting it out. Not sure if that's what they intended to do with that scene and with that part of the story, but it really resonated with me. And I I took it and went with it. And I went deep with it because that's just what it did for me. So I love it whenever Maya wants to watch Moana or Moana's on, even if it is a little bit of a cry. It's a, it's a great cry. Crying is, is cleansing. And it's releasing. And uh, I love that it shows me something different each time. So I hope this has given you a different perspective on that part of the movie that you've probably watched a million times. And when you watch it for the million and first time, maybe you'll look at it a little different. Maybe you'll Connect a little bit with your goddess as a result. And maybe you have some feedback on it. Maybe you think I'm completely ridiculous and none of this made any sense. That's fine. I'm open to that um, interpretation. Uh, or maybe you got something out of it. Or you had thought something about in, along this line, along these lines as you watched the movie. And if you did and do, I would love to hear about it. Or maybe other movies especially ones that you wouldn't expect to find messages like that or connections, maybe other Disney movies. Maybe there's a series in the future here. I don't I don't think so, though. But um, I I want to know. So reach out to me at balanceandmotherhoodpodcast at gmail.com or you can hit me up on Instagram at Sarah M. Bivens. And then if you want to just see more of what I've got going on, Uh, you can go to Sarah com, and I think that's pretty much it. I want to hear from you, um, how, how you're doing and your own experience of balance and motherhood, things you'd like me to talk about on the show, questions you might have. I love it and welcome it all. So again, hit me up via those, um, modes to to start a conversation and go be awesome be balanced be you be the goddesses that you are and uh, I'll see you in the next episode quick note about the balance and motherhood podcast I am not a doctor or a licensed therapist I'm a woman with a story and a passion for some conscious conversation my thoughts opinions and beliefs are my own
1: family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Datages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.